Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash relationship advice, and next, a word from our sponsors. I'm a 24-year-old female, and my 26-year-old girlfriend fully believes that she's a cat in a human's body. So, my girlfriend and I have been together for nearly 8 months, and she's always been a very quirky and nerdy person. She does cosplays, very into anime and role-playing, etc. Nothing too weird. We've been kind of distant lately with everything going on and with me being an essential worker, so we haven't seen each other and only talk for about half an hour a day. Well, last Tuesday, we got to hang out at her place and she wore cat ears and a belt with a tail the entire time. At first, I thought it was either going to be a romantic surprise or her testing a new cosplay, but nope. She sat me down, asked me if I really do love her, then hit me with a very long monologue that essentially summed up to, I'm a cat in a human body. I wish I was joking. I thought I misunderstood and then believed that maybe it was a weird joke, but she kept being serious about it and doubling down. I left shortly after because I had a shift at work, and I still believed it was an oddly drawn out joke, nothing more. She ended up texting me with resources to help me understand, which is when I realized that she really is serious. Apparently, she believes she's an otherkin, a person who holds the belief that they are not human. She says she was introduced to this by one of her friends months ago and has since joined discords and communities of others like her. Her friend believes he's a demon trapped in a human body, and she sent me a testimonial that was supposed to be touching, but it's basically just a dude thinking he's Naruto. I'm not joking. She explained her other kin type as being a cat, and now she 100% thinks she's a cat. How did she know she was a cat, you ask? According to her, sleeping a lot, liking the sun, hating water, feeling more comfortable crawling on all floors, and claiming to understand what cats are saying and being able to talk to them through meowing. She's also apparently been distant with nearly everybody we know in real life, as I got multiple messages asking me to let her know to be in touch with them. My head has been spiraling this past week. I keep thinking it's a joke, but nope, she's deathly serious about this, and has handed in her two weeks resignation at her job because cats don't work. Again, I wish I was joking. I've been limiting my interactions with her ever since because this is hurting my head a whole lot and I just can't cope. She's also surrounded herself with a large amount of yes men and women who support her 100% and are enabling this. Some even encouraging her to make a Patreon and make other Ken content that they would contribute to. Which she brought up when I asked her about quitting her job. To make things worse, I can't discuss this with anyone in real life because I know how crazy it sounds. And I know that leaving her is a valid option, but I'm in love with this woman and now I don't recognize her. And I know that there is something very, very wrong and I can't reach out to her and she refuses to hear anything from me unless it's unconditional support. What the F do I do? Down in the comments, Pristine Tooth says, Leave her right meow. I think the best solution is instead of contributing to her Patreon, you contribute to my Patreon. Every once in a while, YouTube demonetizes a video, so I can't publish it on YouTube. So I'm going to start publishing those demonetized videos on Patreon, and for just $5 a month, you can support my content and get access to these exclusive videos. 
I'm a 27-year-old guy, and my 22-year-old girlfriend of a year slept with another guy while we were taking it slow a month into dating me. I've been with this girl I'll call Jess for close to a year now. Since specifics matter here, we started dating around last Thanksgiving, but it was only about a month later when we said that we were in an official relationship. I really like this girl from the get-go, and we've gotten very close since then, and we're actually planning on moving together soon. Here's the problem. Recently, Jess and I ran into a guy at a small get-together with mutual friends. They exchanged a weird look, like there was something between them, but I didn't think too much of it at the time. During the party, something came up about the place that Jess went to for a date. The time was clear, since it was a Christmas market in my town. And again, I thought something was off about the guy. Well, later that night, I actually got a text from him. He got my number from one of the mutual friends, but said, Hey, I don't know you, but I thought you should know that Jess and I hooked up right after Christmas. I confronted Jess about this, and I could tell she tensed up right away. She got this sad look on her face, but confessed right away. She said that she'd met this guy on Tinder and hooked up a couple of times, but stopped any contact before we became official. She said that she wasn't sure we would get into a relationship at that time, but she still felt bad that I found out this way. She said she considered telling me, but was afraid it would ruin things between us. I told her I needed some time to think and proceeded to get drunk that night and ignore her texts. The thing is, I feel very betrayed and I'm really considering ending things. Sure, we weren't official when this happened, but we'd already been on multiple dates at that time and I thought it was pretty clear that we were moving towards a full-fledged relationship. On my side, I had no interest in pursuing other girls at that point because I only wanted to be with Jess. And on her end, she was definitely hinting at us evolving into a couple and strongly hinting at exclusivity. The other part that kills me is that during this early stage, Jess specifically said that she wanted to take things slow physically until we knew each other better. But during this same time, she hooks up with a guy she barely knew from Tinder. When I asked her this, she said it's different because she took it slow with me, specifically because she thought we would get into a relationship. But it was somehow different with a casual hookup. The logic makes zero sense to me. I don't really want to talk about this with my friends because I think they would hate Jess if I end up staying together. But I would like to hear opinions here. Would you stay in a relationship like this if things were going well but the beginning was so shady? And then OP posted an update. I decided to break up with Jess. I kept going back and forth because I was worried I was throwing away a great thing over something that happened in the past. But the problem is I thought I really wouldn't be able to get past it. I can't help that what she did was really sucky. Yes, I know that technically she didn't cheat, but she knew that I wanted a real relationship and that we were potentially moving in that direction. But meanwhile, she expected me to plan and pay for interesting dates, court her, and prove that I was worthy of her while she happily hooked up with randos who basically did nothing but show an interest in screwing. F that. In a follow-up conversation, it also came up that her friends sort of guided her to act like this. That she should basically allow herself to have fun and to keep her casual options open, but with me to make me work for it. And show that I wasn't just looking for passionate hugging, but was capable of being a committed partner. The whole thing just seemed so manipulative and ugly. And these were also mutual friends who I considered to be nice girls, and now my friends as well. Now I never want to see any of these pieces of garbage ever again. Anyway, I know this is starting to sound a bit like a rant, lol, but I feel pretty pissed off and basically called it quits. 
The actual breakup was actually quite unpleasant. No harsh words were exchanged, but Jess cried and we kind of talked about some happy times. I guess that's the hardest part about this. Like, I don't think she's a bad girl and maybe we could have had a nice future together like we did over the past few months. But in the end, I do think I made the right decision. I want to be with someone who treats me well from the get-go, not someone who manipulates me while playing games just so she can have her cake and eat it too. Yeah, OP, I agree with you. Technically, she didn't cheat because you weren't exclusive at the time, but it was pretty disrespectful of her to apply that double standard and then keep you in the dark about it. If I were in your shoes, I definitely would have broken up with her as well. I'm a 25-year-old guy, and my 23-year-old girlfriend went to the protests and now wants to see my diabetic parents. I said no, and now her and her family thinks I'm punishing her and trying to control her beliefs. My girlfriend and I have been dating since June 2018. We're pretty close, and her family is on good terms with mine. We do have our fights like every other couple. I find my girlfriend to be pretty reactive, and it's been a problem before in our relationship, but we can generally sort things out. Also, I want to add too that I don't live with my parents. I normally have my own space, but I moved in because of the lockdown, and I didn't want my parents out shopping. My parents are in decent shape, but we have a family history of diabetes. My dad has diabetes type 1, and my mom is pre-diabetic. My girlfriend's been understanding. In fact, she took this lockdown super seriously and was frustrated that people weren't taking it seriously enough. She started to go to the Black Lives Matter protests in our city and she asked me to go. I told her no, that it would be irresponsible since I'm with my parents. She was upset, but understood. We were going to have a pizza night at my house and my mom invited my girlfriend's family not knowing that my girlfriend was out at the protests. Once I heard, I told my mom and told my girlfriend that until she self-quarantines for two weeks, I don't feel comfortable with her and her family at my house. My girlfriend was livid, and not only that, her parents, who are also hotheads, just started getting angry. They start talking about how proud they are of their daughter for standing up to injustice. Now I'm punishing them by kicking them out of their house. That my mom didn't care, that only I did, that I'm driving a wedge between them. That I'm trying to control their daughter's beliefs. And her mom really just started yelling at me. Is this the type of son-in-law I'm going to be? This thing has been ridiculous. My mom didn't know when she invited them. I didn't say they couldn't ever come, but instead, please wait because you might be infected. My girlfriend's family is acting as if because she wore a mask, she's 100% immune. I don't normally mind when I have disagreements with my girlfriend. It's just me and her. But here, it seems that both she and her mom mainly, her dad is somewhat cool, are just hyping each other up. I think her dad is the most understanding, but he's the quietest one in the family. I don't know what to do here. I know for a fact that I'm not going to risk my parents' well-being to appease my girlfriend and her family. But what can I do to get my girlfriend's parents to understand? Like, they should know better. Her mom is a physician's assistant, so how is she just turning a blind eye to this? Do I just try to let things cool off? Honestly, OP, it kind of sounds like your girlfriend and her mom are being a little hypocritical. I mean, they want you to support her beliefs 100%, and it sounds like you do support her beliefs. But they're not willing to accommodate your belief that going to a protest puts you at risk of getting coronavirus. I think the best you can do is just sit them down and explain that, sure, you do support their beliefs and your girlfriend is allowed to protest. It's just one of the consequences of going to a protest means that she can't be around your parents for a while. I think that's a very reasonable boundary. 
I'm a 30-year-old female, and I found out that my 32-year-old husband hired my 26-year-old friend to strip at his bachelor party. Four years ago, I got married to my husband after dating for six years, so 10 years total now. My friend, Rebecca, has stripped since she was 21. She stopped last year after getting married, and is going to be a stay-at-home mom when her baby is born. We're very close, and we're basically neighbors. She lives at the bottom of the road that we live on. Last week, one of my husband's friends visited at the same time as Rebecca as I'd made plans to shop with her. I forgot to cancel and she showed up. After she left, my husband's friend commented that he can't believe we're still friends after the bachelor party. When I asked my husband what his friend meant, he refused to comment. And we got into a huge fight over it when he told me that Rebecca had been the stripper at his bachelor party. I texted Rebecca in the moment that I don't want her around anymore, but she hasn't responded in a week. I feel betrayed by the both of them, but I know it was just her job. I miss Rebecca a lot, but I'm so hurt. I don't know what to do. And then OP posted an update. I confronted them both, separately, and they gave two very different stories. Rebecca says that my husband got drunk, groped her, and when she refused, he pushed her and started to yell at her. Apparently, my husband and his friends believed I shouldn't be friends with her because she led them on. My husband says they didn't sleep together, but Rebecca tried to initiate and do other things while he was blackout drunk. I'm staying with my parents because I don't know who to believe here or if I should even believe either of them. All I've done is argue with my husband since the confession. I've left more confused than ever and honestly, I just want to say F the both of them. But if my husband's story is true, then he's totally innocent. But what if Rebecca is telling the truth? What if neither of them are? I'm sick of them both. I haven't stopped crying since arriving at my mother's, to be honest, and I don't think I can. Why would he hide this for four years? Why would she? If they both believe they're fully innocent and the victim's here. My husband is a mean drunk, but he's always so soft-spoken, and I don't know if he can do these things Rebecca claimed. But I don't know how he reacts around his friends, but I've known him longer than Rebecca, too. But I'm all for believing women. I feel like by agreeing with my husband, I'm denying Rebecca's side. And then, OP posted another update. I realize I don't care anymore. I've done nothing but think about my husband throughout our marriage. My entire life has revolved around him. All my thoughts revolved around him, and I finally realized that I've been the only one keeping this marriage going. I've been relying on him and forgiving him for such a lot of BS because I don't have anyone else. I gave him everything, and that's not happening anymore. Maybe finding out about Rebecca just sped things up. Maybe I relied too heavily on my husband. I told him this morning that it's over. He has yet to stop texting me, begging me for a chance. I texted Rebecca and told her I no longer want her in my life either. Both have confessed to sleeping together and continuing to do so. My husband told me out of anger to insult me, and maybe Rebecca wanted a last F you. Rebecca's baby is my husband's. So to say F you back, I messaged her partner to let him know. I'm devastated, obviously, but now we have to make plans about what's happening with the house in custody, and I can't afford to continue crying about it. Rebecca's partner let me know at 6pm that she's moved out. He helped her move all of her stuff into my husband's house. It all happened so fast, and I can't believe I was so oblivious to it. Maybe I wanted to be. Once again, thanks for all the comments and messages. It's really made me open my eyes. It's all happened so fast that I don't have time to process it all. 
It looks like they wanted me to find out before she gave birth. A nice happy family now. So not only are these two people cheating liars when confronted, they both claim that the other person sexually assaulted them. So your husband and Rebecca seem like really scummy people, and honestly OP, you're better off without them. They sound perfect for each other. That was r slash relationship advice, and if you like this content, then follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcasts every single day.